0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Today I want to do something just a little bit different. I'll give you a little personal experience related to the things we've been talking about. As you know, we've been looking at the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're in Luke 14, and we saw where the Lord had been gathered together into a Pharisee's house. And there were people there that were watching him, the lawyers and the Pharisees, and they placed somebody that was sick in front of him to see what he would do. And then Jesus asked if it was lawful to heal on the Sabbath, and they didn't answer. He goes ahead and heals them, and then he says, Hey, how many of y'all would not pull your son or an ox out of a well if they fell into his Sabbath? Well, they wouldn't answer. So then he gives the parable uh, about the wedding feast, about uh, being invited to one, but going, someone going up and sitting in the place of renown and being uh, told, no, no, you need to sit down here in the less distinguished part, that type of thing, about how we are and how we need to walk in humility before one another. That's the whole point of this thing. And he actually ended it with uh, everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. And I was just mentioning in a couple of episodes ago that sometimes when we do that, you wind up being a black sheep, and it brought to mind an encounter that I had years ago. And uh, this is literally, uh, I don't know, maybe 30 years ago, something like that. And I heard that James Robinson was going to be in town. Now, I don't know if you know who James Robinson is, but James Robinson is an evangelist who's actually spoken to more people in the world than anybody else ever has, more than Billy Graham, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, just a very well-known, very powerful man of God, but very much a man. I mean, he's very forthright about that and what he's been through in his life. So I heard he's going to be uh, sort of in town, and so me and a buddy had just uh, really somewhat recently started the church, and so I called him. I said, "Hey, man, let's go up and see James Robinson. He's going to be. A, he's going to be the first Baptist church at." A, another community and uh, we lived in South Florida and that place uh, the three counties that we were in down there have the population of Alabama in three counties. Okay so it's an urban suburban area and so uh, left my wife at home because we had two little kids and he and I and his wife and a couple other people from the church decided to go up there. So we go to this church and we're sitting on the second row from the front. And, you know, um, had the music time and everything, and then uh, James comes out and starts preaching. And he's a towering guy. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, very dynamic. He's preaching. And while he's preaching, I'm looking at him, and I lean over my buddy, and I said, he's going to call on me. <laughs> it's in the middle of a sermon. And my buddy Ryan said, really? I said, yeah. He said, how do you know? I said, I don't know. He's going to call me. And I kept looking at him, and James Robinson kept looking at me back and forth, back and forth, and he never called on me. <laughs> well, that was fine. Uh, We have the end of the message, the end of the uh, sermon, you know, the end of the service. And the next day they were having a um, pastoral meeting and they had changed it to like a breakfast meeting. So my buddy Ron and I went to that meeting. Now, we used to go to those meetings all the time, but we had left our church about six or seven months before and it started this new thing. And uh, we were sort of the black sheep, but we crashed the meeting anyway, went to it and here we got, you got a bunch of preachers and we decided, okay, we're going to sit back here in the back. So we go back and sit on the back table. A few minutes later, here comes James Robinson in with his little entourage, you know, the people all gathered around him and he's just perusing the room and he looks around everything and he sees us and he walks straight to the back and says, y'all must be the black sheep He's got this big, thundering voice. And we went, well, yeah, we must be. (laughs) He said, yeah, I know it. He said, I walk in the room, I look and go, those are the guys I want to know. So we really came back there, and he sat there. We were talking a few minutes, and he looked at me and said, I saw you last night. I said, yeah, I was sitting on the second row. He said, yeah, I kept looking at you. I said, yeah, I kept thinking that you were going to call on me. He says, you're kidding. And I said, yeah. And, and And he just slapped his hands together in the loudest way imaginable. He said, I have to listen better to that. I have to listen better to that. Because he had felt like he was supposed to call upon me while he was preaching, but he didn't. (laughs) And so he said, what would you have said? I said, I don't know. You didn't call upon me. (laughs) Well, he thought that was the funniest thing, which I did too, you know. We were sort of laughing about it. And so that was sort of the end of that. Well, about three or four months later, um, James Robinson was having what he called, I think, his East Coast Bible conference up in Orlando, Florida, Florida, which is about three hours north of where we were, which is where a buddy of ours, I think, Fisher, I think you actually built the building that we uh, met in, the uh, Orange County Convention Center. And so we were there. It's like 5,000 people at this thing. So my buddy Ron and I, we decided we would going to go to this thing. So we go to it. We're sitting on the front row, as <laughs> we want to do. And uh, James Robinson doesn't preach these things because he's over it, but he invites his friends and these world-renowned preachers. But then he'll spend 20 minutes introducing them, if you know what I mean. Well, in between a couple of speakers one night, he started speaking. And he brought a lady up, started talking to her, <coughs> and shared some things about her. And then he looked down and said, you, come up here. And he called for me to come up there. There's actually a video of this, which I'll put on a link somewhere here on my website to where you can watch it. Just go to the 27-minute mark. It's like a 45-minute video. But if you go to the 27-minute mark, it's where it starts with me. And he starts recounting what happened to us in South Florida. And, and then he brings Ron up after a while. And it, it was a very interesting and sort of humbling and nerve-wracking, like what in the world is going on kind of thing. Also, if you want a real laugh, you get to see me back in a, whatever year that was. That's probably 1990. I think probably in—yeah, it was 90, 1990. Gosh, that's 30 years ago. Can you believe that? And— uh so anyway, James uh, says a lot of things, a lot of cool things, not to us, but to the whole group as a whole. What really blew me away about this whole thing is the next day we get up there and uh, Jack Hayford is going to speak. And uh, Jack Hayford uh, is uh, was pastor for church, but was a professor for years and a very professorial in the way he speaks. Uh, but I love hearing him. Jack Hayford has written hundreds of songs. He's the guy that wrote, Majesty, that's him very, very thoughtful, insightful guy. He gets up, and he's going to speak. He gets up, and he looks down, and he sees me and Ryan sitting on the front row. And he says, oh, you guys are still here. And I went, oh, my. I mean, if he hauls me up there again, I'm going to die. What in the world is going on with all this? Oh, he didn't. But he said this. You know, James asked me um, many months ago to speak at this, and I felt like I was supposed to, and I felt like God gave me a message for this. He said, but when these guys right here, when James called these two young men right here up yesterday, and said some things to them, the Lord stirred in my heart something else. Mm -hmm. And he had a different message. By the time he got done with that message, there were hundreds, I kid you not, folks, hundreds of pastors down front on their face before the Lord, pleading before God and praying, we being among them. And uh, when it was all over, with, we are walking in and I looked at Ron. I said, Ron, do you understand what what happened here? I said, sometimes... Help me with this, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sitting there one day and say, hey, let's go see James Robinson. I think it was on a Saturday night we decided to go that next Sunday night. Let's go see that. And then out of that came this concophony of things that moved in the stir, in stirring the life of mine and Ron's and James Robinson's. What occurred? What I want to take away from this is, if you listen to what God says and just does not do it, even if it's a smaller thing, oh, let's do this, oh, let's do that, there's no telling what the Lord may do. You may wind up being disobedient. James Robinson was disobedient and didn't call on me. He actually you know, was thinking, I'm supposed to do this, but didn't do it, because how crazy is that? You don't do that in a Baptist church, you know? And then when we found out the next day, it's supposed to, his reaction, I've got to listen more to that. Is that not the truth for all of us? You know, folks, we're all in this together. We need to listen more because the more we listen, the more we do like that, the more it releases the body of Christ to do <clears throat> what they're supposed to do. And then step by step, line upon line, precept on precept, we learn how to live <clears throat> and how to move and walk in the might and the power of the kingdom of God as he has us here on earth. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you because it's such a picture of what we saw in Luke 14. It's what we saw in a Bible study uh, last night, an Advent study that we're doing. Some some elements of that was being brought out there. Go watch that video. I know you get a kick out of it in uh, several different ways. And again, thank you so much for your time. I'm Dale and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.